Soul Focus, the daily discipline of speaking to your soul, episode two. So I decided it's my responsibility to speak to my soul. I'm the cocks of the boat. I've to speak to my soul. Every day I'm gonna speak to my soul. But what do you actually say? You see, a lot of us, it's not a foreign concept speaking to yourself. You know, we often say, have a word with yourself. Or we see it on sports fields all the time where tennis players or football players are like geeing themselves up and they're shouting at themselves, come on, speaking to themselves to motivate themselves. Many people speak to themselves but say very destructive things. You know, I, I've got a friend and often he'll say, oh, you idiot, and he calls himself a fool, he calls himself stupid. And I'm sure there's lots of us that can relate to that. Yeah, we must speak to ourselves, but it's what we say to ourselves that is the most powerful thing. So I found three occasions when David spoke to himself in the Psalms and I memorized them. I memorized these times when David spoke to his soul, when David was the cocks of his boat and he spoke to his emotions, he spoke to his feelings, he spoke to his thoughts. And what did he say? And I want to unpack those three things that he said. The first one is found in Psalm 116, verse 7. And it says, Return to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. David says it. He says, return to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. When I think of this idea of your soul at rest, I don't think of David with a harp in a field and doves flying off a lovely branch on a tree. It's not that kind of rest. For me, it's the rest of that incredible sense of everything inwardly being in great equilibrium, a lovely rhythm, a point. There's even a technical term in sport that when you actually reach that peak point, you're actually at the resting point. Everything is working. Everything is in full flow. And that is the point of rest. And you know, that's what I think of when I think David says, return to that restful point, soul. Come on, soul, I need you to get back to that place where everything is in good rhythm. You're speaking to your soul and you're saying, come on, soul, let's get this equilibrium in a good place. You know, soul, even if the circumstances around are tough and life is challenging, it's wonderful that my soul can be in a sweet place. It can be in a place of beautiful rest. Even though everything around is chaos, inwardly, we can reach that place of a beautiful point of rest. Find rest, O my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. David says, find rest because God has been kind. God has been good to you. The Lord has done many good things for you. Soul, 
be grateful. That's really what David is saying here. So, be grateful. I really believe that this is about the power of gratitude. That I, as I began to put this discipline into my life, that this first part of speaking to my soul is about me living in a place of thankfulness. Every day I go through a list of things that I'm thankful for. When I was a young kid in church and the old folks used to sing a song with fervor, they used to sing this song, count your blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. It brings a smile to my face even now as I can see some of the older ladies belting it out. Count your blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. But you know, it's an old hymn, but actually those older folks were onto something. You know, when you start naming your blessings, your whole demeanor changes. You know, it's like, Suddenly, I've gone from a point of everything is terrible, this is horrible, to actually a place of thank you, God. You know, my mum and dad, they, they say grace before every meal. And, and I want to reclaim that discipline of not only thanking God for food, but before I go for a run, I want to be thankful that I can run. Before I go driving, that I've got the ability to drive, that I've, I've got a car. Or before I put my head on the pillow, you know, to thank God for some of the wonderful people around my life, that I've actually got a bed, that I've, I've had food that day. You know, to get to a place where I'm living this out, that I'm speaking to my soul and I'm saying to my soul, soul, give thanks. Return to your rest, O oh my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. Now I'm going to be honest and vulnerable and say to you that even though I'm a speaker that's had the chance to travel the world, there's something that I struggle with and I'm a bit embarrassed about. You know, ever since I've been a kid, I've struggled that I can sometimes feel a bit sorry for myself. I can easily get to a place of self-pity. You know that old saying, you know, you throw a, a self-pity party and you always take up the invite and you get yourself along to that party. I feel sorry for myself sometimes. And I know that part of that bleakness at the end of that mission across Britain, there was a lot of self kind of pity going on. I remember being in situations where, you know, everything around me was fantastic, but actually I would be sitting there just feeling sorry for myself. I can remember a friend telling me some things that were happening to them that was really good. And I remember me so abruptly and just clearly saying to this friend, but what about me? What about me? Oh my goodness, such self-obsession, such self-kind of pity. But I'm beginning to understand as I speak to my soul every day that actually speaking to my soul and reminding myself to thank God for all the good things is a powerful, powerful thing. I read somewhere that it is impossible to feel two things at the same time. That you cannot feel sorry for yourself and also feel grateful at the same time. 
So I talk to my soul. I say to myself, come on, soul. The Lord has been good to you. Come on, soul. Begin to name some things. And every morning when I do this first little piece, I always thank God for five, ten things. Things I am God. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my food. We can only experience one emotion at a time. And if I am experiencing thankfulness, it means I cannot experience self-pity. I've begun to start saying that I don't want to be someone who takes. I want to be someone who gives. You see, someone who takes, takes things for granted. I, I, I realize that often I'm a person and I take so much for granted. I would go places and, you know, I would get put up in nice hotels and I would take it for granted that, wow, this is such a blessing. Or, you know, people would buy me a meal and I realized I was taking these things for granted. And I actually said, you know what, I want to stop taking things and I want to start giving. I want to start giving thanks. Giving thanks all the time. You know, if you begin to feel a little bit down and you begin to feel a bit low, you'll be surprised at how this simple principle can turn stuff around as you begin to just say, thank you. And you begin to focus your mind on all the blessings around your life. Have you ever had a friend from out of town come and visit your house and they says, oh, give us the grand tour. Let us see how your house is. And, you know, you kind of begin to show them. And if you're anything like me, there are some rooms that I'm absolutely proud to show off and they come in and they're like, oh, that's good. But, you know, there are some other rooms that are just a little bit more embarrassing. I don't really want people to see mainly my teenage kids' rooms, you know, just a little quick peek in there. Don't want to linger for too long. You know, I've often wondered, I wonder what it would be like if I was to show people around my thought life, what would it be like if people had a grand tour of your thought life? Wow. There are parts that, like me, you'd probably be really proud to show off. You know, glorious thoughts that you've thought, things where you've really thought highly of someone or things where you've had a really creative, beautiful, sweet thought. But there are also thoughts that we're a little bit embarrassed about, a bit ashamed of. I'm not talking particularly about, like, say, lustful thoughts or murderous thoughts. I'm actually just talking about second-rate, weak, pathetic, rubbish, messy thoughts. I have them all the time. I have thoughts that I'm, I'm a bit embarrassed about, a, a bit ashamed of. And I realise that I want to replace those rubbishy, average, mediocre thoughts with great thoughts. Well, what is a great thought? G.K. Chesterton, who is a great theologian and writer, he said this, Thanks is the highest form of thought. Wow. Being thankful is the highest form of thought that... That is so incredible. I want to choose, therefore, to be thankful. 
you know, that great thing to say to my soul. So find rest, for the Lord has been good to you. Ha, after a while of starting, you know, post-mission, starting to speak to my soul, realizing that I was the cocks of the boat and speaking to my emotions, speaking to my thoughts, telling my will to be grateful and to be thankful, I began to really start responding well inwardly and things began to move along much better. But then I felt like God asked me, could I be thankful for the darkness, for the difficult time? Could I actually get to a place where I was grateful for the horrendous, troubling things that I was going through? Now, please let me just say, this is my own personal story. And you know, God may not be asking you to be thankful for your tough situation. You know, maybe your dark, challenging hell has come with like unspeakable pain. You know, I'm so aware that maybe there are people that have lost their health or maybe even someone that's listening to this has lost a child. God, God loves you and, and it is a gentle father who wants to help and encourage you. He will deal with you graciously and you need to let God speak to you personally about where you are in this journey. But for me, I really felt God was asking me to get to a place where I was thankful for the rough waters. So it may not be for everyone, but I really felt like God was saying to me, can you actually get to a place of complete wholeness where you can actually be thankful for what you've gone through? Can you actually get to a place in integrity where you can say, thank you, God? And for a long time, I really battled with that. You know, I really was like, no, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I'm thankful because it really hurt. I'm not, I'm not going to be thankful that I couldn't sleep at night. I hated it. I'm, I'm, I'm not, no, and I remember, you know, I mean, you can even hear it in my voice now. I can remember being like, no, I, I, I'm not going to say thank you. I, I, that time in my life was, was dark. It was bleak. It was lonely. I'm not going to say thank you to God for that. It was horrendous. But slowly and gradually, God began to take me on a journey to help me realize that for complete wholeness, it would be good for me to begin to even be thankful for the rough waters. And so now, in amongst being thankful for, you know, having a great family and, and saying to God, thank you for my health and saying to God, thank you that I've got a bed to sleep in, all of these things, I've now been able to get to a place where I can say, God, you know what? I even want to thank you for the tough times, for those testing testing times. You know, God, I can even say thank you for the storm because in the storm, I've learned to become a better sailor. I've understood what it means to navigate through tough, horrendous times. And I've got to a place where I have been able to speak to my soul and say, come on soul, be thankful, 
be grateful, list all those things. And it has had such an incredible impact to this daily discipline of speaking to my soul and saying, okay, soul, number one, here we go. Just like it's, Samus says, oh, you know, Lord, I've got so much to be grateful for. You know, return to your rest, oh, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Soul Focus. I hope you found this helpful and engaging. Be sure to catch up with the rest of the series.